This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's issue, Forgiving Yourself. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com slash Audible. I love the word free. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi, everyone. Today's podcast is a Lynn Quickie number five, and I think everyone can relate to this on some level. Today, we're talking forgiveness. Now, I teach myself... And I teach my clients that I life coach from this book called The Course in Miracles. I've talked about it before. It's it's really like a Bible. My guru introduced me to this book a long time ago. And whenever I would be upset or angry, she would tell me, The Course says the first person we need to forgive is ourselves. And I would think, of course, I would think this. I wouldn't say this to her, but I would think, I don't need to forgive myself for that person being an a-hole. He was an a-hole. And it almost, I almost felt blamed, actually, when she would say that. But it would take me many years of practice and understanding and study to realize that there is no way we can forgive others if we cannot forgive ourselves first. So, how do we do that? My sister asked me that, like, three weeks ago. How do I forgive myself? That's a really good question. And I've come to realize the answer is practice. I think that's really the only way... We can forgive ourselves because most of us are wired to beat ourselves up and we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. And how do we learn how to forgive forgive ourselves? We practice it. All right, I'll give you a recent example of me practicing forgiving myself, something clearly I'm still learning to do. And that's why I'm sharing it with you because maybe you'll learn something from what I've been going through or what I've been practicing, attempting. All right. So I've been trying to get the very talented singer, songwriter, and producer, Emily Estefan, to come on the show for months. She's super busy. She's, you know, so scheduling somebody like this can be really challenging because she's either on tour or promoting her new album. I love it, by the way. It's called Take Whatever You Want. It's so good. Anyway, um, I must have had 15 or 20 conversations and 10 emails with her coordinator. Everybody's been great over at Estefan Enterprises, and I thought that I thought I had scheduled Emily. Let's, for example, let's just say it was for next Thursday, and I told everybody about it. I was so excited that Emily was coming on the show to talk about staying grounded and reaching your dreams. And so one day, I think it was a Friday, I had a packed day, and I was driving to meet my stylist. I'm also a news anchor and a co-host for those of you you know who are new to the podcast uh, at WSVN in Miami. Anyway, um, and I was going to pick up a prescription for my kid and see my stylist and then run to work and I don't know, a billion things. And while I'm driving, I get a call from one of my bosses at work at the TV station, which is really odd because he only calls me when there's a big breaking story or like maybe I'm in trouble, which really never happens. But anyway. Well, sometimes, but anyway, um, I pick up the phone and he says, are you okay? And I'm thinking, oh my God, am I late for work? Did I miss something? Did I mess up the schedule? He says, Estefan Enterprises called, and that's all he needed to say. 
He didn't need to say anything else. I didn't even let him finish. I put down the phone while I'm driving and screamed, Mother F! I mean, I, I mean, I said the whole thing, but for some reason, I don't feel like cursing this morning. But anyway, yeah, curse words like a sailor. And I made a huge mistake, a huge mistake. So I get back on the phone and my boss says, yeah, they called me and they said that you missed an interview with Emily. You were supposed to be there three hours ago and they're worried about you. They thought you got into an accident or something. At that point, I wish I had been in an accident or something. Oh my God. Okay. So I hang up the phone and this wave of guilt came washing over my whole body. You guys know the feeling? I'm sure you do. Unless you're Buddha. I hung up and I just started to beat myself up really, really well because I'm really good at that. You know, it's very natural and instinctive to me and to a lot of us. And the thoughts were, I can't believe I did this. I worked on this interview for months and I blew it because my brain is scattered into a million pieces. I'm so stupid. I can't do anything right. I can't believe I'm starting this business. They probably think I'm a fool over there at a Stefan Enterprises and I'm unprofessional. Everybody's talking about me. So after I hung up with my boss, I called a Stefan Enterprises and they were so nice. I'm pretty sure it was the honest nice. They seemed genuinely concerned for me. I just apologized a billion times and practically begged them for another chance. Um, but they, you know, they said Emily won't be in town for a few months. I mean, like this was the only hour really that she had open for a while, which was perfect because then I had the, all the material to beat myself up even more. So I hang up, I pull into this parking space, you know, because I'm supposed to meet the stylist and everything. Anyway, I turn my car off and I just stare at the building in front of me. I get out of my head for a few seconds. I'm just staring at this building, even though I'm late, but at this point I don't really care because I already messed up. And as I'm staring, I notice the bright sunshine. I notice a woman walking into a store. I notice the warmth of my face. Trying to remember if I put on sunscreen and I'm at least not 100% immersed in reaction and beating myself up. So I have enough something to remind myself to practice. So to get myself out of crazy and practice, I always go to gratitude. So I say something I'm grateful for. I say, thank you for the sunshine. For me, I always say thank you, universe, thank you, God. But you could say thank you to anything. Thank you for the sunshine. Thank you for my car. Thank you for this opportunity to practice forgiving myself because right now I had, I, you know, I thought myself, I thought I was just super stupid. And I say, thank you for giving me the practice to forgive myself because that's my guru always says, thank you. I always say thank you to the universe for giving the opportunity to practice. Even though I wasn't really feeling 100% grateful for that, I at least said it. So I get out of my car and I do my thing with my stylist and it is still there. It is the judgment. You know what that feels like. It's heavy. It's gross. It's like gray. But I know in my mind, I want to forgive myself. For the rest of the day, I go back and forth from beating myself up and telling everybody I know how I messed up royally, hoping that somebody would join in beating me up too, to telling myself, I forgive myself. So I went back and forth, forgiving to not forgiving, forgiving to not forgiving. And when I would try to forgive myself, I would remind myself that I did nothing wrong. I'm doing so much. I have so much on my plate. Good job, Lynn. Look at all you've done so far. Blah, blah. You know, the good stuff. The next day, the guilt was less. So that's good. And the forgiveness was even more. 
And what really helped was when I asked myself, okay, what can I learn from this? Not a judgy, what can I learn from this? But a true and honest question, what can I learn from this? And after some introspection, I learned I needed help. I learned I needed to slow down, get better organized, get better organizational systems, and to simplify. I also learned it's not the end of the world. For the next seven days, every day, there was a little less guilt. And today, two months later, it's nearly all gone. So my intention is to forgive myself, like what the Course calls, in a holy instant, like, bing! You know, I'm working on that. All right, that was an example of everyday guilt and forgiveness. But, you know, we can also use that same strategy with bigger things, like relationships. For example, years after my first divorce, I would internally blame my husband, ex-husband, for some really bad feelings I had between us and some bad things that happened. I would rattle off a whole list of things that he did wrong to anybody who would listen, especially those women who have ex-husbands because they're the best. <laughs> we just go, oh yeah. And then, um, but when I truly started to work on myself, I learned that the person I was really mad at was myself. The person I really needed to forgive was myself, just like in the Emily example. And same thing in this relationship example. So here I peeled it like an onion. I peeled all those crappy feelings like an onion. And I asked myself, what do I need to forgive myself for? What am I judging myself for that I'm still angry about? Now for me, this judgment was unconscious. It was kind of like a buried judgment. You know, I was pointing the finger at him. Remember we talked about that? One finger pointing at somebody else. Three are pointing at me. So I asked myself, what are the three fingers pointing at me? What's underneath my judgment? So I started to realize that I was angry at myself and I actually felt stupid. It's a common feeling I have since childhood for ignoring all the red flags in that relationship, especially on our honeymoon. I took each judgment. So this is what I did. I took each judgment and then flipped each judgment. I looked at the honeymoon and the judgment said, God, how pathetic are you? You didn't take action then. So then I flipped it and I said to myself, well, of course you didn't take action. You were only 21 years old and you were hoping that things would get better. You didn't have the wisdom you have now. You did a great job. That formula, taking the judgment, flipping it, taking the judgment and flipping it, helped me to forgive myself for being in denial, for looking the other way when problems came up. And then something magical happened. I forgave him too. So, I've come to learn forgiving yourself takes practice. It takes changing a self-beating up session and turning it into a love session for yourself. I'm going to repeat that. It takes changing a self-beating up session and turning it into a self-loving session. I repeat because it's, you know, when we hear something new, it's good to like either reread it or re-say it, like implanting it in your brain, new programming. And by the way, the Emily Estefan situation just keeps giving me opportunities to practice because now I'm working on forgiving myself again because I still don't know for sure <laughs> if her schedule will ever permit her to be on the show. But that's okay. I'm staying positive and accepting what is meant to be is meant to be. And clearly, I was meant to practice self-forgiveness more than one time and share this with you. Good luck, everyone, on your own practice. And email me and let me know how you're doing. Give me an example, and I'll talk about it on the show. I'm cheering for you. See you next time. And remember, 
There is nothing we can't talk about. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.